still? It's fine. Okay. Sorry. Okay. In Simon Kuf Peivol, which we're learning now, Seif, in the Toxif base of Gimel, Alter Rebbe, Rebbe Rashab, and Lubitum Tzemach Tzedek. The Simon general talks about Bdika before and after Tashmish to ascertain whether there's going to be a Chashash of Reh Tashmish, which we already learned in Simon Kuf Peizain. We learned that first. Some of the topics that are going to be discussed now are really relevant to what's going to be there. So you understand the chashash, now you understand why you have to do the bdikas. You discuss a woman who does not have a vessel's kavua. Sif Beis, the Shulchan Aruch says that a woman who does not have a vessel's kavua, so the first three times she has to do a before time, before and after, um, he has to do his own bdika, and she has to do her own bdika. And if those three times they don't see any blood, then um, she's huchzak, that she's not reyemach mustashmish, and she never has to do a bdika again. That is the, what the Mechaber writes. Then the Mechaber continues and says, but according to the Rambam and the Rosh, there is no such a chazaka. Rather, as long as she doesn't have a kavua, she has to do a before and after, and she has to, and the Rambam says even he has to. That is what the Mechaber brings. The two shittas, well, it's two groups of shittas. There's uh, one main shitta which is missing, which that's what going, we're going to be discussing a lot of it today. And then the Ramah adds on to it and says, even according to the Rambam, they don't have to do a after every time, if it's on the same night. Rather, they mekanchim uh, and the next, uh, the next day they have to do a And if she finds blood, then, then she's tummy. Now, if she did Kincha uh, Be'eid and she lost it, she can't, uh, she can't continue until she does a B'dike because she doesn't have a Vesas Kavur. That is all Shittas Harambam. There are four important, a few Nikudas over here that have to be discussed. We're going to go through them in the Alter Rebbe first and then we'll go in the order the Rebbe Rashab and the Stutza Machzalek the Rebbe Rashab brings. First, why does this woman need to do a bdika? Why do we have a, a woman that does not have a vessel's kavua? Why does she have to do three bdikas? Simple question. Why does she have to do these three bdikas? Before we get into who holds what, why does she have to do these three bdikas? So the Al-Tarebbe right away explains to you, brings from the, from the Ramban, and then the Ran who adds on to the Ramban, that a woman, when a woman has a specific day, she has a vessel, uh, she has a specific day where she sees blood, or she has a vessel, that she has a specific thing that comes, and that's how she knows she has a vessel. So we know, and she feels that the blood is going to come, so she knows when, when the blood is coming. She knows what is going to bring about the blood. If it's vessel, she knows a specific movement in her body. If it's vessel, she knows it's the movement of the sun or the, moon, or the movement of the moon, like we discussed when we learned Kufi Gimel, Kufi Dalad. But this woman doesn't have not a vessel, doesn't have vessel Kavua, not a vessel not a vessel, not vessel and not a vessel So we don't know what brings about the blood. We have no idea. And we're chayshish, that maybe, in the beginning, we're chayshish, maybe Tashmish is going to cause about the coming of the blood. That is what the Ramban writes. The Ran adds on to it. What does that mean, that we're chayshish, maybe she's going to see Mahmas Tashmish? That being that we know now, we 
we see that her re'iyas are not based upon a specific schedule or a specific thing in the body. Rather, it's things that happen something causes it to come so maybe also maybe it's also going to be one of these mikrim which is going to bring about the, the blood and therefore she needs bdika three times before and after and that's why she needs bdika to ascertain that there is no issue of machmas tashmash and now uh, Talibah concludes by bringing the Prisha and uh, okay, so that would answer why you need B'dikas Achatashmash if you know that if you Chayshish maybe something is going to come then why do you need the B'dika before? you only need the B'dika afterwards afterwards you see and then you'll know you'll see if it came because of Tashmash then you make a B'dika afterwards before it's not going to help you anything so he says Migu the Tzrich B'dika Achatashmash Tzrich Nami B'dika Lifni Tashmash yes like she needs uh, because she needs one after she also needs one before that's the explanation of why she needs the three bdikas. The explanation of the shitta of the first shitta in the mechaber. Basically, she doesn't be'etzim, she doesn't need before, really, she only needs after. Being that she needs after, she also needs, she also, we also require before. The reason is because we are worried maybe something external is causing it because we don't know, it's, there's no vesis kavua, so we don't know what causes it, so maybe it's machos tashmish, maybe not. Therefore, she has to do these bdikas. When, huh? There will be a period, something else, we don't know. We'll, we'll get to it. When does she have to do it? Achat Tashmash. Yeah, the Al-Tarebbe writes, Miyad, right away. Obviously, she has to do it right away to see when, why she, why she uh, does it. Now, that is the shitta of the first shitta. They have the shitta of the Rambam and the Rambam and the Rosh. And the Al-Tarebbe explains, brings the, discusses it in Sif Zion, where the Al-Tarebbe says, why can't, according to the Rambam, why can't, if she lost the aid, why can't she be Meshamesh until she does a B'dika? He explains that even though the, you're not supposed to, there's a head, Hetiru, not to do, not to be with, the, even without checking the B'dika, it's only when the aid is existing, and then you could go check it the next day. But when it's lost, it's as if there was no bdika at all, and she has to do another bdika, and then she has put it aside, and then she checks it. But if she does not lose it, she doesn't have to do any bdika. Why? Because it's enough for the second time. This is talking about the second time in the night, because she already did a bdika l'achatashmish after the first one. That one counts as the beginning, as the one before for the second one. And you don't. And the, the, why does she have to do two times in a row? She did one after the first Tashmish. She doesn't have to do one before the second Tashmish. That counts as before, that counts for both. That is the shit of Taisvis. Right away, one after another. And even though she doesn't check it until the next day, um, it still helps for that one. However, that only works for Abdikal Achat Ashmish, does not work for the Abdikal Ifnet Ashmish, according to the shit of that you do have to check Lair Hanair. As a check later on it. Now, the reason why the Ramah is not chayshish to this, the Alter Rebbe explains, very simple. Saivisai says, according to Rashi and Taisvis, and this is the third shita which is not bechlal brought in the Shulchan Aruch. She bechlal doesn't need to do any bdikas, not before, not after. 
As, because we're not discussing Tumah V'tahara, any seconds V'taharas, she does not have to do these B'dikas at all. Bats, according to Rashi and Tesis. You have the Shittas that are showing him that you have to do three times, and you have the Shittas that are that you have to do before and after. But the Shittas of uh, Rashi and Tesis, which is the original explanation of the Gemara, do you don't need Bechal. So the Ramah Bechal is not worried about this whole thing, because for him, just remember the R Shittas which say that it's Bechal not needed. Elamai, so why does he bring it? It's good, it's important to be Cheshesh to the day of the Rambam and the Rosh. And that's why you do it. Now, according to the Rambam, the reason why you need to do B'dikas B'en of the whole time is because he doesn't hold his differentiation of this the Gemara is talking about, Taharis. He says, talking about being with her husband, not with Taharis. And even according to the Rambam, you still don't have to do B'dikas until the next day. And what's the reason? Yeah, being that Ramah is not worried, not so worried about this, that you don't have to check it right away, because ultimately, like we said before, the, the, the Rashi and Taisa is a Bechlal Meikl, the Siatom, so I'm going to find out who the Siatom is. And the only reason the Shulchan Aruch, is very important to remember, the only reason the Shulchan Aruch brings the day of the Rambam and the Rosh, is because, the Altarebbe adds, El Sheroi Lebal Nefesh Lochush Ledaitom, because, even though the halacha is not like them, roi le bal nefesh, bal nefesh should be machmir like them. But still in all, avala ikr kiswari shayna shayhevi b'stam k'neida, but the ikr the halacha is like the first swari. And therefore, being that the ikr kiswari shayna, that the first three b'dikas are chiyuv, and only according to the shita of the Rambam and the Rosh, it's only for bal nefesh, and the shita of Rashi and Tesis Bechal not mentioned, so therefore the first three b'dikas which is the first shit of the Stam and the Mechaber, that you can't be Mekel without checking the B'dike Le'oir Aner. Now, the Altarebbe then put something next, the next part, the Shach Kosev, the Shach mentions, that the Rif is like Rashi and Tesis. There's a whole discussion, this whole argument between the, between the first, the whole team which holds it, you need three before and after, the first three times. And, uh, and uh, is all based on understanding the Rif. The Shach disagrees with them, says, Bechol, they, they didn't get the Rif. The Rif really holds a crash in says, you don't need anything. Even if she does not have a Vesas Kavua, she does not need any B'dika whatsoever. Not him, not her, I feel we're going to play him. And the Shach concludes, and the Shach says, and it seems like that's how the Minig is accepted. At the time of the Shach, that was accepted, you don't even do this, these three B'dikas at all. And based on then, the Mishnah Siyakiv also adds to it that if Mokim you could be Mekel, but if there is no, if there is, if the Mokim does not have this minute to be Mekel, then you can't be Mekel against the Shulchan Aruch. That is all the important Nekudas that are relevant to Sif Beis, which we're going to analyze soon a little bit more in depth. Come Sif Gimel and the, this is the point, because it's also going to be discussed in passing what the Rebbe Rashab mentions. If a woman never sees less than 14 days, she always, her periods always come 14 or more days of, um, after mikveh, then she is considered during those 14 days as a woman that has a Vesas Kavu, and therefore she does not have to do B'dikas during those days, even according to the Rambam, and that also would mean 
that during those uh, during those uh, during, during those days, the three bdikas of Ein Leveses don't really work. What does that mean? That Yeshla, that's like a woman. She Yeshla Veses. That even though the Altarebbe right away explains to you in Sifches, that even though the cold Dine Vestis and Nikra Vestis Kavua, even though this concept of a minimum amount of days is not considered Vestis Kavua for any other topic in Shulchan Aruch, um, unless you have a specific day to see it, Mikol Mokayim, when it comes to Bdika before and after, you could be Mekol more, and you could limit these days and put these days as clean days. Why? Because some shit is a Bechal Mekol, you don't need all these three Bdikas. And uh, which is the uh, shit of Rashi and Taisus. That is the summary of Shulchan Aruch and Alter Rebbe. There is a whole Mahalach from the Rebbe Rashab on this topic. Mahalach from the Rebbe Rashab is printed in two places. Two places. We have two letters from the Rebbe Rashab, which were printed in Igris Kedesh, Chelik Aleph, Simon Chaf, and Chaf Aleph. Then afterwards they were printed, and when they read the Rebbe Rashab's Ksavim uh, and Aloche, it came up in the Shas Tshuva's Teira Shalom, Simon and Vavim and which is in this white book, the white book, not the booklet, the white, not the what I gave you today, the white book. In the white book, page 339 in, in my numbers. You have two. So we'll go start with that first. And we'll go back and forth. You'll soon find out. No, I'm going to, so I'm about to explain. So there's three three letters in the topic. There's a le- there's a letter we call Simon and Vov discusses the topic, some elements of the topic that was written to the Radatz Chein who was a Rav in Chernigov, and it might be that this letter was never was never concluded. This was in Chav Gimel Adar. Ten days later, the Rebbe Rashab wrote another one, Be'inyan Hanal, and this was not written to the Radat Schein, but this was written probably to Rishulam Zalman Naimark, because he's the one who responded to the Rebbe Rashab on it, which is printed right after Simeon Zayn. Not long ago, they uh, uploaded all the Kisviyad to the Rebbe's, of the Rebbe's library, and over there they found another part. Another Madura of it. And that Madura is what you see in this booklet, which I'm going to get. There's no need to go through it. Now I only printed it so you have it for your reference because probably you're not, you don't have it over there. Huh? Printed in no? no. That's the Igris that was printed now. It's a renegade edition, it's not the official one. Um, it says. Yeah. That's, I, I marked it on top, it was a mistake. <laughs> Why did I print it for you? Because one of the questions that the Rebbe Rashab discusses, in short, in his letters, over here it's very long. He discusses only that question. The Rebbe Rashab doesn't understand the shit of the Rif. He asks on the Rif, and that's what I printed in this, in this booklet. That letter. But we're not going to get to it now. First we're going to focus on what's in the white book, before we get to the booklet. So that's two letters. It's two letters, and the letters reference the Tzemach Tzedeks, which I printed over here, which for some reason I forgot to put them in the book. But we'll first start with the book, Simon Vav, page 339. 
The story is as follows. There's a woman who does not have a Vesas Kavua. She's married for a long time. She does not have a Vesas Kavua. Sometimes she sees after 23 days. Sometimes she sees 27 days. Sometimes she sees after 40 days. And then she never doesn't have a Zman Kavua Bichlal. Usually she, before the Vesas, she starts feeling a headache, etc., and she, and the, the Rebbe Rashab adds, obviously she's choyshesh too, yeh machoydesh, but it's a choydesh in the benignis, and vesas aflogah. The last vesas was 42 days. Now came the 40th day to her year. Now because the last vesas was 42 days, the one before that was 40. So because the last one was 42, so the Vesa Flog got cleared, it was longer, past day 40, past Matahara. So then came day 40, she was with her husband. The moment the husband finished, she felt something, uh, something wet. She cleaned herself with her robe, and she saw blood. Same thing, the husband also wiped himself, and he saw, or he also saw blood. Then... Sometime afterwards, short time after, she did a bdike, a full bdike, and she did not find any blood. All she found was some kind of marek. A marek, which the Rebbe Rashab says, probably if Rav would see it, he would say it's kosher. Now, she also wipes herself, her minik, to wipe herself before she goes with her husband. And this time also, she wiped herself. She didn't do a bdike, she wiped herself before, because 10 minutes, uh, 10 minutes before. Afterwards, she was with her husband. Then she wept afterwards and she saw a little bit of blood. Then she did a bdik and she did not see blood. Two, three hours later, she, the, after she was with her husband, the vessel started. And uh, the next morning she found um, on her um, underclothing, she found blood. And she says, even though she, and she had a little bit of a headache, but... She didn't think that's going to bring the period. Why? She didn't sleep normally the two nights before. So maybe that was the headache. Also, she was, uh, she was sad. And she was very uh, sad that day. So she didn't think that it was connected to the period. She wasn't worried. She thought maybe it's because she didn't sleep normally. So she had this headache. And the Rebbe Rashav's questions, this he forwarded to the Rabbanimar. First of all, somebody, somebody's anus. If they are no sin, they don't kapare. If they did it something completely wrong, they need kapare. Maybe one does and one doesn't. Is it a shaygig? Is it a what exactly is the issue over here? And is there a chashash that there was roya machmastashmish? Right? Because she saw blood right afterwards. Did the did the tashmish cause the blood to come? The bdike, but the wiping not. The wiping came out with blood. And then, huh? And then the Rebbe Rashab goes and says, "This is on page three forty. What? He divides it into the woman in the kapara, does the man in the kapara, and that's what these two letters are all about. But to understand whether the woman is a kapara or not, you first have to analyze this whole idea of whether a woman is a bdike before tashmish or not." So he starts by bringing the Shulchan Aruch, which we just discussed. 
that the Shulchan Aruch says, if she doesn't have Esetz Kavua, she needs a Bdika three times before and after. That's in Dibla Maschil Hinei Maisha Tzichu Kapare. And afterwards she needs before and after, and after three times she does not need any more. This woman is married for a long time. Who is this according to? This is according to the Shitta of the Ramban, and it's according to the Shitta of the Ramban and the Rash, by the way, they understood the Rif. Not like the Rambam and the Rosh, that they hold that you, you always need a B'dika before and after. And the reason for it, we saw in the Al-Terebbe, the explanation is whether it has to do with Baal Nefesh or not. Yeah, according to the Ramban and the Rajba in understanding the Rif, this requirement of uh, of, of doing B'dikas past three times is only to a Baal Nefesh. Only to a Baal Nefesh. The Alter Rebbe clearly paskins not like the... Alter Rebbe clearly in Sifkot and Zayim, which we saw, he says, He does not paskin like the Rambam and the Rosh, but he does mention the idea of a Baal Nefesh. So what is this Baal Nefesh all about? The Rebbe Rashab takes a break from this discussion and he goes into the Baal Nefesh and then we're going to go afterwards. I'll tell you Baal Nefesh in both places and the next letter he adds a little bit to it. He says, what, why bichlal does the Royal Baal Nefesh lachush? Why does Al Rebbe bring that the Baal Nefesh has to be chayshish to the das of the Rambam and the Rosh? L'cha'ire, this is completely against the clear, the, the, under the simple understanding of the Gemara. Over there in the Gemara, it's mashma that even the Baal Nefesh doesn't have to be machmer. So the Rebbe, so the Rebbe Rashab comes and tells you, what the Roy, the Baal Nefesh, the doesn't mean that she has to do B'dikas. What it means, it's connected to something which we learned in Simen Kuf Dalad, that in Simen Kuf Dalad, um, Exactly, Simukuf Pidalad in the first Seif where it talks about that you have to be Poyresh from a Ishashishal Veskavua, a woman that does have Veskavua, you have to be Poyresh, Din of Prisha, before the time of the Veskavua. And over there, the Altarebbe says um, that what's the reason why she does Bdike? If she has a Vesas Kavua, the Shogunar says, Koisha Shishla Vesas Kavua, Bola Shlavishas Vesta, and Sirch Abdika, Lifne Tashmish. Vagam, she doesn't have to do Abdika before, Lifne, Vlaylachre, when she has a Vesas Kavua, and it's not the time. Shloyi, hey, Liboy Noikfoy, Upoyrish. Why? Because if he's going to see that she's doing Abdika, he's going to be Poyrish, he's going to be worried about it. So the Altareb over there in Simon Kufpedal and Sifkot and Gimel explains why is his wife Poyrish. Because he sees his wife is doing bdikas, he's going to get worried, he's going to be Poyrish. And, and, and he knows, Chachamim didn't say that you have to do bdikas. He's going to see she's doing a bdikas, he's going to be Poyrish. But the, the Altareb brings in the name of the Goyes Maimonius, a person has a right to be Machmer on himself to tell his wife to do a bdika before Tashmish. Why? Because then, if he tells her to do it, then he's not going to have the issue of liboy noikfoy. But afterwards, he doesn't ha- she doesn't have to do a bdika afterwards. Why? Because then he's going to go back to liboy noikfoy. If he's going to find blood, he's going to be worried that maybe he caused it. He's going to go back to the liboy noikfoy issue. 
Back to the Libra Nekfesh. So based on this, the Rebbe Rashab says, that when it says, Roy Bal Nefesh in Simen Kuf Peivov, it's referring to this. It doesn't mean Roy Bal Nefesh Lahachmir to be choishish always to the Shitta of the Rambam and the Rosh and always to do Abdika. Rather, there's a right to the husband to tell his wife, if he wants it, that she should do Abdika. She should do Abdika. She should do Abdikas. Aye, but over here in Simon Kuf Pedalet, it's talking about only B'dika Lifnei. It says you don't do Dafka not to do B'dika L'achrei. So the Rebbe Rashab explains, no. I in Simon Kuf Pedalet, it's talking about a woman that has a Vesis Kavua. So that's why we don't say that the, 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 the Baal Nefesh the, doesn't have to be Mayachman Atzim do B'dika afterwards. But over here we're talking about a woman that does not have a Vesis Kavua. It's the same idea. If a, war, a person wants to be Baal Nefesh, wants to be Machmer L'tzavah, he says, Ishtoi. So being that we're talking about a woman who doesn't have Vesis Kavua, and the shit of the Rambam is before and after, so therefore, Tzavah says Ishtay to do before and after. Now the Rebbe Rashab comes and asks you a... I have a general style of bothering me. Uh, yeah. There's Kloli Shulchan Arach, and all the, the Klolim, uh, the Svarim that are written on Klolim, say clearly that when you have a Machlaikis, between first the base Yosef made his his based on the on the Rosh and the Rambam and the Rif, yeah. and uh, he says that you you pass them if you have all three you pass them like that two out of three you pass them like the two so over here the first sheet is the is the Rif and the next two is the Rambam and the Rosh. So we should be paskening like the second shita, not lechumra. Okay, so that's actually I think it's not directly answered over here, but the idea is there that be'etzim even the rosh and the rishonim all really hold like Rashi, and only that they're worried for other shitas. But be'etzim they all hold like Rashi. Most of them hold like Rashi. So that's what comes now. It comes the the Rebbe Rashab, and this is it's going to be answered in this. He says bichlal he doesn't understand. This whole idea. That starts in Vegam Kosher. Lomo Tachshish Bitchilo Shemo Tire Machmas Tashmish. Why does Bichlal she have to have a Chashash and she has to do a Bdika before being with her husband even once she has to have a Chashash? Maybe she's going to see Machmas Tashmish. So, yes, you have what the Al Terebbe brings in the name of the Ran. That being that she does not have any form of Vesis Kavua, so we have to be Choshesh, maybe it's going to come Alidei Mikriim. So maybe Reim Machmastashmash is one of the Mikriim. So if, but that's, if, that's, if, that is, if that is the idea, why isn't she Choshesh every time before Kifetzis? If it's a Mikriim, Kifetzis is also Mikriim. So therefore, she should do Abdike. Before every time she jumps, or before the first three times she jumps, before and after, to see if it's going to be, uh, if it's going to bring about. If that is the idea, because of Mikriim, the first three times of any form of Mikriim, Achilashum, he brings kafetzes, but it applies to everything. All the other, all the examples of Mikriim, she also do Abdika before and after, the first three times. Why suddenly Reh Machmastash, she do Abdika before and after? It's clear that by kafetzes we don't do it. So, the logic would say, probably, because Reh Machmas Tashmish is more common than, than Reh Machmas Kefetzis. Why is that? We learned in Kuf Zayin, 
could be because the aver gets close to the to, to the to the mocker, or because oivia aver, depending on the shit that's over there. Still more than kfitza. But the lotion of the Ran that the, that the Alter Rebbe brings doesn't fit with that idea. Because the, the lotion of the Ran that was mentioned in Simon Kuf Peivov that the, that the Alter Rebbe brings, he adds one word. The, the, the Ran says a specific word. And the word is um, Af. Um, also Tashmish, similar to Kvitzes Vachilis, which means according to the Ran, it's the same as the other ones. So we're back to the question why do you Bechlal need these Bdikas for something which is completely not expected? So then the Rebbe Rashab tries bringing Rayas. The first Raya the Rebbe, the, the Rebbe Rashab brings is because in Vesas Akvitzes, we say clearly that you're not choishesh to that you're not choishesh if she that that invests like if she does three times without uh, without uh, and it's not kavua and she sees blood it's nekar with one time it's nekar with one time and where do we see this is also written in the Ali Yosef which you have in the back of your book. Rishume Kitsure Psakim that he learned from the Rebbe from the from the Rebbe from Alter Rebbe, and over there it's on page four zero eight in your book. If you want to, I'll show you where it is. I'm not going to read it now, but on page four zero eight in this white book, you have the Ali Yosef, which is the Talmud of the Tzemach Tzedek, and there's something called Rishume Kitsure Psakim Kailolim Besvaris Veinyani Mishulchan Aruch Admur Hilchis Nida Mehapnimu Mikunta Sachren. The first thing he discusses is, I'm not going to go through it now, but the first thing, and it explains it. So, from that it seems that, and it explains if she does three times without keva, she, without three times kvitsa, and it's not a kavua, it's nekarapamachas. And now, what you're going to say, is also nekarapamachas, if, uh, if you do b'dika shiferes. So what's the difference? The Alter Rebbe clearly writes Abdika Shiferes that the reason why is Nekar B'Pamachas is because There is no other way to figure out how to solve this problem. So therefore, with one time, with Abdika Shiferes, she is, she, is, uh, she is clean. But it's only like a, a, a solution. A cooler solution, otherwise she's stuck without her husband, whatever. So that's, so, but Be'etzem, it would be stricter. Mashmav, and the fact that Al-Tarebbe writes that only because she can't be with her husband there's no other way, so we did this. Like Fitz's al doesn't say that. So obviously it looks like Machmas Tashmish is, is stricter. Then the Rebbe Rashab goes for the next two pages, Din Kofta Verasa, um, and he discusses, goes into discussion Simon Kuf Pezayin. I think I mentioned it in the Shir when I did Simon Kuf Pezayin. I'm not going to get into it now. I'm jumping to page 343, where you have Oid Raya. Continues another Raya, that Raya Machmastashmish is stricter than Kvitze. Why? Because in, when it comes to Kvitze, it seems like, from al that if she did one Kvitze, if she saw one time Machmast Kvitze, she's Bichlam at to it. 
And smash from the lotion of the Alter Rebbe in Sifkot 9 Beis, Simon Kuf Peites, and the Rebbe Shab brings it him. Chazra vekafza tzricha b'dikachul, ukim shosak and pumim al-dikfitza. Vechem mashikosa vachaka vagam koidim sheilokin gimel pa'omim. Miyashikosa pa'machas vachas tzricha lochus loisim bechoidish. Which seems that for a kfitza, you bechlal not choishish until three times. And that's clear that it's because Michal not choishish to it. But by Rebbe Machmas Tashmish, the way that it's uh, the Alter Rebbe explains that the only reason why we're not choishish after one time is otherwise we might yet be choishish. So the fact is that we're much more choishish than Rebbe Machmas Tashmish. It seems like Rebbe Machmas Tashmish is more common or more chamur than than Rebbe Machmas Kvitzah. Mikol Malkayim, still in all, the Rebbe Hashem says, okay, granted, it's more Chomer, and therefore we are Choshesh three times. We still have a big question. Why do you have to do B'dika before? Even if you're going to say that it's a Chashash, it's a serious Chashash, more Chashash than Kfitzeh, we never have any place that we see that you have a Chashash, you're going to do a B'dika before. Now, why do you have to do a before? You have to do a before a chashash even, 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 even becomes a reality? Why do you have to be chashash? And he says, and, uh, and then he goes into discussion, but I see the Tahara. The Tahara says, Rebbe Chashash is strict in the Vesas Aguf, and he doesn't know where he got it from. The, 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 the Rebbe Rashab says he doesn't know where, where the where the, where the, where the Tahara got it from. And then the Rebbe Rashab uh, also explains it's not comparable to Leda. And uh, then he asks a question on the Rif. And he says, Apiko, now in a move on, he, he asks a question on the Rif. The questions on the Rif, by the way, are explained much better in the, what, was, uh, in what was found in the Xaviads recently. That's the, the, in that one, I printed it for you, you can review it when you have time. The Rebbe Hashab explains over there the Kash and the Rif much better. But the, the Rebbe Hashab concludes this letter. I don't know if this letter was ever was concluded, finally concluded or not. The Rebbe Hashab concludes, After all, I don't understand the shit of the Rif, that you have to be choishish, that maybe you can see Machmas Tashmish, that you don't have to be choishish in any other ones. And, why, and, and from the other side, why do you need it? She has to do three times. She has to be Muchzik three times. That is the first letter. The second letter, which was written ten days later, it's written to somebody else, um, says that uh, it goes into what does a woman need a kapara or not, and uh, a, a short, uh, a short, uh, very brief description of the case. And then he says that uh, that, uh, that according to Shulchan Aruch you only need uh, three times according to the Rambam and the Rosh that is based on the pirush of the Rach in Gemara. Um, it's only for a Bal Nefesh and only a Bal Nefesh you have to follow the Rambam and the Rosh. But the Iker Kisvara Rishena like the Alter Rebbe writes that you paskin like the Svara Rishena in the Shulchan Aruch that is the Shitta of the Rif that you don't need the shit of the Ramban and the Rashba and the Rif that you don't need more than three times. So why isn't she a Kargoilam? So she shouldn't be a Kargoilam? That's the question. That's the question. Why does Bechal need the Bdika before? There's no Hashash of anything before. Why do you need the first Bdika before? 
So you have the answer, Migu, but it's not such a strong answer. It still doesn't answer why do you have do it before it starts. Yeah. The question more about the one after. Question, yeah. Why does he, why do you have to be, it's, it's a whole thing. Before, you have a double question. Before you even have a, before, huh? Yeah, but the whole question is why do you have to do bdikas before one time she's remachmastashmash? No other chashash that we have such a thing that you do bdikas before. So here the Rebbe Hashab starts and says, Be'emes, apirash yoyesim nuvah v'gimor, apirash rashi. Be'emes, if you want to take the clearest, cleanest, and simplest explanation of the Gemara, is Shittas Rashi. Shittas Rashi, that separates, as the, when it talks about the Bdikas, before and after, it's talking about Lataharis, but Labayla, it doesn't need Bdika at all, even she, even she has a, 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 a Noves Kavua. And he says, it's clear that this is how all the Rishonim understood. Toysvis, Rashba, Sifratrumo, Rikeach, Agodol, the Smag, the Raived, some of them even Paskan like that, Lahaloche. Elamai, the Ramban, and the Rosh didn't want to go against the Reef. Huh? The Ramban and the Rosh didn't go against the Reef. didn't want to go against the Reef. And he's Medayek, that's how it looks. The Ramban didn't want to go against the Reef. They weren't comfortable going against the Reef. So therefore, they said, okay, fine, you know, we'll, we'll be Machmer like the Reef for the three times. And the Rosh didn't want to be Cholik on the Rach, but nobody Bichal follows the Rach, none of them. He's the only one. All of them Bichal were Mishashev in the Rach, only in the Reef. And he, he adds the Lashon of the Rebbe Rashav here in explaining it is Venire. Um, on in the middle of paragraph of Be'emes Apirush on page three forty six. Venire Hatev Shadas Atzmam Noite Yosef Apirush Rashi. Seems from the reading that is showing him that Be'etzim their Shita is like Rashi. Elamai the Ramban had to be Doichik to Mefarsh to return to the Reef, like the Ran explains it. And therefore, is why the shach be'etzim paskin, that if you don't have a minig, you don't have to do it at all. Now the Rebbe Shah brings as a side thing, he says, and that's how the Tzemach Tzedek paskined in his chidushim on Mishnayis. That's in the, in the beginning of this one that I gave you. That's the, this booklet. You have a Tzemach Tzedek on Mishnayis, and that's where it says Mishnah Dalid. And he brings the Shita of Rashi, he discusses the whole, the whole sugya. He brings uh, towards the bottom of the page, he says, uh, Yeah, Elamai Mikol Mokim, the reef holds that again, Paramishan, Tsikhalif the Kachatashmish. And Achatashmish, the reef says. The Kosa Abisyoisif adds that in those three times you also have to do before. The Ramah Bechlal says, Ain't Vod of Nirim. And even the Shitta, what the Ran says, the Tamla Divrei Arif, Shere Yisel, Bois, Lamachmas, Amikrim, Chulu. Yeah. He says, even when I follow that shit, it's still no. The Atzimach says, you have to make a differentiation between before and after. Atzimach says, 
that really she does not need Bdika at all, even without the verses. But Kevon de Belav Hochi concludes this paragraph. Kevon de Belav Hochi Hashach Pirish Divre Harif Gamkin Beinyan Acher. The Shach Bechlal understands the Rif to follow Rashi. Al Kain Bibdika de Lifne Tashmish, not Lacha, Nire Lahokel Av Begimel Pomim Harishonim, Kapash de Masnisim. Even according to the Rif, and even according to the Shulchanaruch, the three before is not the same as the three after. Even that, you could be, it's, it seems like you could be Mako. It doesn't pass like that, Allah, but it seems like it doesn't pass in the Kamlakan, Chidoshim. But he says it's needed that you could be could be makel that those three could be makel more than the three after. So it's a, the Rebbe Rashab brings it here. He brings the kushu, the, the, what, what the Rashba asks in it. He brings it, and that's what the tzemachzedek, and that's what the tzemachzedek over here. And he brings that's what he brings the shit of the tzemachzedek. And therefore, the Rebbe Rashab says that being that the tzemachzedek was makel in the first three, the fizet. This is a, the bottom of page. 346 in the book, being that the Tzemach Tzedek was Mekel even in the first three times, and the Tzemach Tzedek, the way Tzemach Tzedek understands the f- before, and Rashi Bechlal was Mekel the first, even the first three times, and even according to all the other Rishonim who understand the Rif, as a, except for the Ramban and the Rashba, even according to the Rif you don't need the you don't need the Bdika. But, according to the Paiskim, which understand the Rif, you need the, the Rif is only the first three times. Therefore, he says, Be'etzem, in this case, the woman is Anus, and she doesn't need Kapar. Now he goes into the Baal Nefesh thing. Yeah, and he says, he says, and because, um, and because, and he says, Bifrat, he concludes in, in top of page 347, Bifrat, Lefi says he is Anusa. She, the fact is, they're married for ten years. If it was Rei Machmastashmish, she would have known about it already. She was Huchzikah that she's not Rei Machmastashmish, even if you don't know if she ever did the first these three bdikas. The thing is, we don't know for sure she ever did it when she got married. Ten years she's married, she doesn't have Rei Machmastashmish. She's Huchzikah by the mere fact that she's ten years without it. And before the way the the Tzemach Tzedek says that even the first three times you could be Mako in the bdika before. I comes the Baal Nefesh. The Al-Tarebbe brings the idea that the Baal Nefesh should be Machmer like the Rambam and the Rosh. That's not enough to make this person a Shoigig that he should need Kapore. And then he goes and asks again the same question that was discussed in the previous letter. Yeah, why? It doesn't make sense why she would be Bdike. And he explains over here, Lochinirali in the same in this page three forty seven, the same in the middle of Pergum Mishum. Lochinirali, the same he explains the other place. Shakavana, Shiroi Lebal Nefesh, Lochush le Daitam ul Savis le Ishta Shitiv de Katzma Kim Dash Racha Tashmish. Wasn't a Shaykh Libunaikfi. Then you have the issue of Libunaikfi like the Al Tereba discusses in Simon Kufi Dalad. And but now what happens over there in Simon Kufi Dalad, it's only before Tashmish, not it's only it says before you don't need after. Over there, over there, Yeshleimer the Hainu Dafka be Yeshlovesus. Over there, someone Yeshlovesus. Over in Lovesus, Roy Lahachmir, it's Roy Lahachmir, Savas who lived there. Then the Rebbe Shabbat here adds something. It's not a previous letter. Avola Isha mitzad Atzma, Osur lo Lahachmir lived Unless the husband comes and tells her, I want you to follow the shit of the Rashba and uh, the shit of the Rosh and the Rambam, the woman on her own accord, Osur lo Lahachmir. Prohibited for her to decide to do this on her own, to be machmer, b'dikas, before and after, 
for past the first three times. Even though Basefer Eliyasef is the Mashmakain. Then he goes, goes back into the discussion about who needs kapara over here. And when you have to do the b'dikah afterwards, what time you have to do the b'dikah afterwards. Because the whole discussion, the Behuda says that she doesn't have, a, if she doesn't, it's an oinus, it's not an oinus. If she doesn't have a vessel and she didn't do a b'dikah, it's not an oinus, it's considered, it needs, and she needs a kapara. And he says, when she does, and then he, the the Laniyus that it's a richiun, the 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 Rebbe Rashab does not agree with this idea of the Neidah Behuda that in general, when you don't, if you if you decide to follow the Shulchan Aruch and not the 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 Baal Nefesh Rambam and Rosh, you have to do kapare. And he goes the whole discussion whether she needs kapare, whether she doesn't need kapare. And then he says, uh, in page 349, there's another svarim, maybe she does need kapare because her head was heavy, and even though she didn't, she didn't sleep, maybe teva uh, atzvus, he says, a person is sad, she was sad, and this, teva atzvus, greatim koivet aguf, his eiris ko anerven shabaguf, still in all, it's, uh, we could say that it's not, uh, that it's not like, you still know it's not enough to say that she needs, that she needs a kapare. Especially she says that when she gets a cold, she gets a headache, she doesn't sleep, she gets a headache. And uh, not always does she feel this, this headache and, and tiredness and everything before vessels. So she didn't, didn't have any reason to worry that it might be, might be um, a vessels. Also, what it says that she found a kesem on the Mechnasayim is still not enough to say that she will need a bdike. Uh, next, morning. next morning, yeah, but still would not mean that retroactively she should have looked at her pants and she should have, she found the kesem and she took off before she went to sleep. Right, but it's quite dark. So. Yeah, was it? She still, does, that's not enough. We're trying to see, the, did she have any chiyuv dika? Still not enough to do chiyuv dika. Yeah, and then the, then the Rebbe Shabbat, in the bottom of page 349, he says, the fact that she felt some kind of moisture, she felt that the blood is starting to move when she separated, when she left her husband, that means that it happens that she felt it after Tashmish. Why? Because she didn't have a real ergosha. She felt moisture coming out. She didn't. And even though the Alta, the Tzemach Tzedek says that ergosha's tachtis bais achitz is also called ergosha, the raya that he brings. Doesn't seem like a strong raya. From another tshuva, it seems like he also doesn't hold like that. Maybe it was bichlal hargoshas shama. She felt it because of the beer, and she and she uh, and she felt it. Uh, maybe she maybe came. Maybe it was a period. It was a machmastash which came before. And definitely not Machmas Tashmish, very simple. The fact that he checked himself and he saw blood on him also is a raya that it came before, it, that it wasn't at the moment of her Gosha. She says after she separated from her husband, she started feeling blood coming out. The fact is the husband had blood on him. So the husband had blood on him. Obviously it came before. And the Gosha is not a real Gosha. And, huh? Ma? Ken, Lord Gisha. 
Yeah, and then he goes into now he goes into a, into a different discussion. Um, maybe, maybe the kinuach that she wiped herself before the the being with her husband counts as a bdika kaidem. Maybe that counts as a bdika kaidem. So he says, no, this happened ten minutes before. Ten minutes before, it's too long. Before Tashmish, maybe it's not enough. We know that for bdika afterwards is miad. For bdika before, it doesn't say anything, right? But maybe it's not enough. So the Rebbe says, Even according to those that hold that it's a chiyuv, im dafka. No real discussion if the bdika before has to be right away, only about the bdika afterwards. Uh, there's, a, there's a discussion how long the bdika should stay, there's a discussion of the bdika afterwards, but there is no discussion how long before the bdika has to happen. Bashir, like the last line on page 350. Yeah, so do we do we consider it? And he says maybe the reason is because of of uh, even according to Svarah, the reason is she should know if it's uh, the calculus baila the chayra should have been right before. Still, in all, he says according to the shit of the conclusion in page three fifty one, according to the shit of the Ram, of the Ramban and Rashbo. That the me don't need a bdika. You only machmir like the rif, and that shit is only because yechayishes of reimach mustashmish. Maybe because of mikri, and that would be really a chiyuv bdika only afterwards. And because of chiyuv bdika afterwards, migu also do a bdika before. That's not enough to say that it has to be the moment right before. It's not really a chiyuv, but that's only according to the rif and the rambam and the rashbo. But according to the rach and the rambam, and also the rosh, the way he looks at it, that a woman always needs bdika. The cha'ayda, the b'dika, before, has to be right away. It's medina. It's b'dika medina. The cha'ayda should be. So, the cha'ayda has to be samuch dafka. And he says, no. The fact is, he says towards the bottom of this, page 351, because makoim, hey, vishum poisek shir bozeh, the Rambam himself also didn't give a shear to it. What's the riot that Rambam didn't give a shear to it? So next page, page 352, the second paragraph. The Rambam is that we, we saw in passing when a person is twice in the same night, if you do if you do a bdike before the second time, the bdike after the first time is account for the second time also. So in Taisvis, it seems like the bdike for the first time, the only time it counts for the second time, the, the, the Taisvis says the lotion of Miyad. So from Taisvis, maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe you would need, if it's a chiyu of bdike, you would need a second one, Miyad, uh, before, if, it, if it's a long time. But the Rambam says it's Bistam, doesn't mention the word Miyad. The Rambam just says that if it's two times in one night, the one after the first one is enough for the second one also. So it's mashma from the Rambam also that there is no specific shear of time how long before the second, 
how long before it will still count as a bdika. Yeah. Now, what's the reason why? But this all again. This is all according to the Rambam and the and the halacha we follow. Al-Tarebbe paskins like Chaber paskins like the like the shit that you only need three times. And the Alter Rebbe says the halacha is like that. And the Bal Nefesh, the Rebbe Shabbat explains what Bal Nefesh means. It's only that the husband, if he wants, can tell her. And the wife is not allowed to do it on her own. And what's the reason why this whole thing is, is, uh, is Bichlal, like such a question, according to, according to, to Rashi, Bichlal, you don't need anything. Even Vesesh Shein Kavua. No Vesesh Kavua. According to the Reef, three times you need to. Why is that? Yisoyed Adover, the Rebbe Shabbat explains, page 353, is the Isha Becheskas Tahara Oimedas. A woman has inherent Cheskas Tahara. Therefore, it's only afterwards, not before. Like the Rambam writes, and the reason is because so maybe you would need it. But you don't, it's, it's only a chashash, it's only work for after, you only need it for after. For before, you anyways don't need. Even according to the Rambam, you still, you still have to have, say that there is a cheskas tahara between before and after. According to the Rambam, that you have a, a that he holds it's medina before, it's medina after, when she, even she doesn't, whenever she doesn't have a vessel's kavua, the bdika achat tashmish is to see if it's a remach tashmish. And that bdika tak, if she would see blood, she would lose a cheskas tahara, become remach tashmish. But the bdika before, if she sees blood, it doesn't, she doesn't lose her general cheskas tahara. It's a mikra. She become tome. But she doesn't lose her general cheskas tahare relevant to that. And therefore, we're not so machmir, and the fact that she did a kinuach before should be enough to, to, uh, to, to, uh, to, that she doesn't have to do, doesn't need kapor. Levat calls in addition to all of this. Bichlal, when it comes to the bdike, the Alter Rebbe brings in the name of the Michas Yaakov, and the same similar to the Shach, in a place where Nagulahokel Yeshamashi Smechu. They could be, they could rely on it. And now the Alter Rebbe, that the Rebbe Shach brings another Tzemach Tzedek, which is also in this booklet which I gave you today, the next page. It's Chidushim al Rambam. Um, here. Halochi Yud Zayin. Also, he takes the same approach as the Shach and as the as the Mishnas Yaakov and Al Terebe. He writes in a small paragraph on that page of the Chidushim. You write did that one, yeah, the, this one, bigger letters in this booklet, the one page after what we did at Semachtzedek before the next page. He says, "Halacha Yud Zayin in the second column." Fimah she kuzav tilel. That's a shochanu achdin zeneig bishu she ain lo veses lebal nefesh achoyish dasa rambam vekach kozav alamosham. This is what the, what the Rambam writes, only for the Baal Nefesh. Yeah, and the only reason you have to do it is only... Uh, no, Mishnas Yaakov and Harav. Harav is Alter 
So, um, so he says uh, he also the the, the also takes that approach. If you if you know to be mekel, you mekel. So therefore, what does that have to do with here? How do you know if you know to be mekel or not know to be mekel? So he tells you lefidaiti the fourth line in paragraph Dimamatzchu Levad in page fifty three lefidaiti the woman have a minig api mashe poskul ohem labonim ugoinim. Each woman teaches an ex-friend in the name of the Rabbonim, what they heard. Anything which a woman receives, hears, hears from it, oh, she's very careful. If one woman doesn't tell the next generation something, obviously there's no minute. Based on this, the fact that she didn't do a bdike is not enough to make her a shigegas. And not only that, he writes a piece of the feed. Don't even come and tell them, teach them a new thing now. They should have to start doing bdike before and after. Whatever they keep is good enough. Don't be machmer them more. Fact is, that's what she was taught. Don't change what she was taught. She's not going to anyways do it, create problems. No, better not even say anything. So now, we're done with the woman. She doesn't need kapara. What about the husband? Does he need kapara? So he says, brings from Abushi Tahare, that the Baal is always a shaygig. And he always needs kapore. And, uh, and he says that it's Ba'asim the Rai that he brings from the, the page 354, Ba'asim the Rai that he brings from the Rambam is not a good enough raya. Um, and it's not considered, it's not, it's not such a good enough raya. And uh, when you look at the Kesef Mishnah over there, the Kesef Mishnah over there, the, the Rambam over there says, the Lashon of the Rambam, you'll see in the bottom of page Peivov, page 354, um, in the Memches, the Rambam writes, Yeah, and the Kesef Mishnah writes, this is all, it's the Anus only when she did a Bdike before Tashmish, because the Rambam holds that it's a Chiyuv. Yeah, but that's according to them. But that's only when there's a chiyuv to do a bdike, that's when you have to do, that's when you could say that the person is a shoigig, and if he didn't do the bdike. But if he's no chiyuv to do a bdike, then you're honest. And then... According to the Rambam? According to the Rambam, if she has a... Because